Hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of Endeavor U, a new podcast dedicated to discussing topics in education for students, parents, teachers, and lifelong learners. I am your host, Jason Breitkopf. Before we begin today with our premiere episode, I want to introduce myself since this is our first time together. I am an educator with over 17 years of experience in supplemental education. I began my career teaching, acting, and theater history at the college, high school, and middle school levels. Later, I taught high school algebra and geometry in the Los Angeles Unified School District. And in Massachusetts, I've taught middle school math, English language arts, and social studies at several different schools. Currently, I work in the field of supplemental education. That includes uh, writing curriculum for and teaching study skills and test prep for numerous different standardized tests. Enough about me, however. Today, our topic is the college application essay, specifically the essay topics on the Common App and tips for improving your essay. My guest today is Dr. Wanda Montanez. She is an experienced college counselor who has helped numerous students navigate the college application process. Wanda, welcome to the show. Before we begin with the tips, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, thank you for having me, Jason. Um, Well, to begin, I have been doing college counseling and um, college access and student retention work for about the last 18 years. Um, I've worked on both the college side as well as the high school side. Um, My first job out of college was actually a college counselor working for a federally funded program. Um, And from there, I transitioned over to the college side where I did some uh, multicultural admissions work as well as some student retention work. And then I decided to go back over to the other side of the desk, as we say, um, and continue to do college counseling. I've worked um, at high schools, both uh, public and charter. Um, I've also worked at the college level, um, two-year public, as well as four-year private colleges. As you're aware, today we are discussing the essay on the common application. In order to understand a little more about what that means, could you tell us what what is the common application? So the common application is a application that's used by many, many colleges um, that essentially enables a student to fill out one application um, that will be submitted to many colleges. Um, Essentially, it was created to make the process of applying to college a little bit more more easy, um, to simplify the process for, for students, um, but also for families and college counselors on the other side as well. Given your experience, why do you think the essay is such an important part of the college application process? I think the essay is probably one of the pieces of the application that students can really control. And so this is the part of the application where students can um, really set themselves apart from some of the other students who may be applying to the same institutions and perhaps have um, some similar stories and some similar backgrounds. So the essay 
um, has become a way for the colleges to really get a better understanding of the applicant um, in front of them as they're reading their application. Um, and in turn, again, as I mentioned, um, it is probably the best way for a student to set themselves apart from their other peers who are applying for admission. What's our first tip? So there are many, many tips. I think the first thing to note is that all of the tips that we're discussing today are not the end-all and be-all. I think that there are many things that we can share, um, but we've narrowed it down to seven-ish tips. Um, the first one is to write it yourself. I think that this tip, although it seems really obvious, this doesn't always happen. I think perhaps it's the pressure that students are feeling of being accepted into college, or perhaps it's well-meaning parents who kind of interject themselves into the college process. Um, but whatever the stress point is, um, sometimes students opt not to write the essay themselves, um, and that's really bad. We don't want to do that. Um, well, then who writes their essay? Sometimes, um, again, a well-meaning parent will take on the task, um, perhaps another family member. Um, sometimes families will pay some organizations to help with the process of writing, um, but in turn, really, it's the person that is being paid to help that essentially ends up writing the essay. Um, so again, although it seems like an obvious thing to state, it's one of the most important tips. Like students should really take the time that's necessary to put pen to paper or fingertips to laptop um, and really come up with a good working draft that it, we can um, continue to edit over the course of many, many days or perhaps many, many months. Is it easy for college admissions officers to tell when a student has gotten more than just a little bit of help to the point of someone else has written the essay? Usually um, a well-seasoned admissions representative um, or even a, a representative who has had really amazing training on the admissions end can spot a fake. Um, they can usually tell when a student's essay um, has been written by an adult um, or has been overly edited by an adult um, because the student's voice is missing from the actual essay. And what I mean by the student's voice is that the same voice that the admissions rep will read in the essay is really the same voice that they will be reading throughout the application. And so as they're reading the application, the admissions rep creates um, kind of like a visual given the narrative that the student has placed in their application. So if something seems a little bit off, usually uh, an admissions rep can spot that and oftentimes it raises a red flag um, that could mean something from as simple as an admissions rep asking for another college essay to be submitted in place of the original essay all the way up to a decision being rescinded because um, the admissions committee felt that it was not, um, that the student was not the original author of the essay. What's our second tip? 
So I think the second tip is probably the coolest one to share. Um, and this is really about how you tell your story. So we always tell students to show, not tell. So I think it's very easy when a student is writing an essay, um, whether it's a college essay or you know some other kind of essay for um, school, um, that you kind of get caught up in telling the story a certain way. Um, where you're giving information to the reader. But really what we tell the students is to show the reader um, what the experience was like. So instead of saying it was a cold day in your essay, which again will um, tell the reader what the weather was, another way to say the exact same thing is I pulled my hat down and shoved my gloved hands into my pockets while I turned away from the blistering wind. So that shows the reader that it was cold. Again, you're giving the same information except you're providing the information in a different way where you're really setting, setting up the reader to be engulfed in your story. So this really is more about storytelling than writing a technical essay. Absolutely. It's the best way to, again, share your story with someone who doesn't know who you are but be able to build a connection between the reader and your story. What's our third tip? The third tip is to be unique. So again, you know, we have many students that will submit essays about their love for skiing or how great their mom is or the first time that they tried something and they failed, um, which is all good, well, and great. However, you want to be able to write your essay in a way that really does set you apart. So the third tip is to really be unique in the way that you present your story. This will allow you to set yourself apart from all of the other students who may be applying to the same institution who perhaps has a, the same interests as you or the same challenges that you have. Um, so just to give you an idea, um, one of my favorite uh, essays that I read when I was working in admissions was an essay about this young woman and her sneakers. So you would think, why is a story about a young woman's sneakers really that important? So the great way about the way that she wrote her essay is that every turn that she took with her sneakers throughout the day represented a different aspect of who she was. And so she was able to make that connection in a very different way um, that really set that essay apart from all of the other essays that I may have read you know, that season. And this happened at least 10 years ago, and I still remember this essay very vividly. One a question I've received from students over the years and from parents uh, related to this is about a fear, especially on the par part of parents, of not uh, talking about failure. What are your thoughts about that in terms of uh, being unique with one's essay? Yeah, I think everybody fails at one point or another. Some failures are deemed to be big failures and some not so big. Um, but when you're the one experiencing the failure, I don't think it really matters how other people see it as long as you see it as a failure. I think that it's totally acceptable to write a college essay, a personal statement about a failure that you may have experienced. I think the key in writing an essay of that sort is that you don't want to focus on the failure itself, 
but rather you want to focus on how you have overcome that failure um, and how you turned kind of like a negative situation into a positive situation. So what is our next tip? Our next tip is to be concise. So every essay will provide you with either a word count or a character count. Um, you should absolutely maintain true to whatever that word count or character count is. Um, it has a word limit for a reason. You should be able to tell your story and tell it in a concise way where you're not going you know, into a four page, five page run on about any situation that you may have experienced. You, when you do something like that, you run the risk of really boring the reader, boring the admissions person on the other end, um, and that often doesn't translate well for your application. It, you know, it reads that you're not able, A, you're not able to follow directions and stick to a word count, but then you're also not able to express yourself in a written format, in a way that gets the point across, um, again, in a very concise manner. So for sure, as you're writing, be true to the word count, be true to the character count, stick with it. I think the other piece too is that you also don't wanna write an essay that doesn't have enough characters, it doesn't have enough words. Um, so if, for example, the personal essay in the common application is 650 words. A student probably could get away with writing an essay that is 400 words or even 500 words, but I think submitting an essay that is significantly shorter than that really doesn't afford you the opportunity to take advantage of the other things that you could have mentioned that really could have strengthened your essay. So you don't want to go too far beyond the word count, but you also don't want to be too far under the word count. So what's our next tip? The next tip is to proofread. Um, and again, this may sound like one of those obvious things, like you're submitting an essay, maybe someone should read it, but you would be amazed at how many essays I have read and how many essays admissions counselors read on a daily basis that either have grammatical mistakes um, or just really outright terrible spelling mistakes. Um, so the key here is to read and reread and then have somebody else read and reread. Oftentimes, because you're so closely tied to the work, the words may seem to flow in a manner that makes sense for you, but when somebody else reads it, it may not flow in that same way. So it's really important to be able to proofread your work um, to make sure that it's free of grammar and spelling mistakes. Considering that this is a personal story, and the students are depending on their storytelling skills, how formal uh, must the writing be? I mean, this is a personal story, uh, slang, uh, some grammatical flexibility that we use in spoken English. What are your thoughts on that? I think some of that flexibility is absolutely acceptable. I think, however, what you don't want to do is you don't, you're making an assumption about who's reading your essay. So if there are a lot of um, references to um, a specific era, a specific genre, 
um, then again, you may be losing the reader on the other side. So although you can use some of these quirky, you know, things that perhaps is common in your communication with your peers um, or even with some of your family members, um, try to be again as concise as you can um, and limit some of the, the some of that usage so that you're not alienating alienating the reader on the other end. As a follow-up to that, considering that we are talking about um, stories that might include interactions between high school level peers, what is your thought on naughty language? Yes, so that's a great question. Um, you should refrain from using naughty language in your essay as you should also refrain from having references to some very difficult topics such as um, alcohol and drug abuse. Again, unless you're setting the stage for it to be written in a way that the reader can identify that you have um, moved beyond some of these extracurricular engagements. I mean, I understand, like, there are, for example, recovery high schools. Correct. Students from that community might not have as many options about other topics, but for the average student going to a public high school or a private school, perhaps these topics are not the wisest choice. Right. Yeah, any topics, again, such as drug use, alcohol abuse, um, you know, there, there are definitely topics that you want to consider and perhaps reconsider, and this may be a good opportunity to really engage with your college counselor um, and have a conversation about how you want to approach your essay if you are considering writing about one of these um, kind of, <clears throat> I don't want to call them off-limit topics, but I do think that they're in a in a gray area where they can be talked about. You just have to make sure that the essay is written in a particular way. But I do, but I do agree that um, you know some of this naughty language I don't think is necessary um, in your essay to really get the story to really get your story across to colleges and universities. If you are in a place where you feel like, you know, one of these words really creates an emphasis in your essay, um, then I would say that it's okay as long as they're used extremely sparingly and it has to add something to the story. Uh, that sounds completely reasonable. Let's move on to the uh, sixth tip. Sure, I think I mentioned it um, a little bit earlier and that is to share your writing. Um, again, when you're writing your personal essay, sometimes you're very close to it. So not only are you probably missing some, you know, grammatical mistakes and spelling mistakes and those kinds of things, but oftentimes it's good to share your writing so that you can get feedback on the flow um, and just the overall content of the essay and how you're getting your story across. Um, it's good to have some feedback from different folks. And this oftentimes will help if a student is having writer's block. 
um, somebody else can provide, you know, a nugget of information or a suggestion um, on something that they may have read that could trigger um, can trigger a place for students to continue to do their writing if they were stuck. I certainly know that my writing is always better when I have someone I trust read it. Yes, it's always nice to, again, just have somebody be able to put a set of eyes on your writing and provide constructive feedback. You don't want to have somebody read your writing and tear it apart, but you're really looking for somebody who can provide some constructive feedback to what you've written in order to make it better. And now for, unfortunately, our seventh and final tip. The seventh and final tip is... um, Actually, a tip that we tell students to be very mindful of, and that is to be mindful of deadlines. So you can listen to all of the podcasts that you want. You can go online and do all of the research that you want. You can sit with your counselor and your peers and your parents and write this amazing, amazing essay. But none of it will matter if you miss the college application deadline. So the very first thing that you should do is when once you identify the schools that you're applying to is to really identify the absolute final deadline for you to submit your application because if you miss the application deadline it doesn't matter how great your SAT scores are it doesn't matter how great your curriculum is it doesn't matter how many sports you're involved with and it doesn't matter how amazing your essay is if you miss the deadline your application will probably not be read and you will not be accepted ouch Certainly don't want that to happen. One final question before I let you go, Wanda. Uh, when should students begin to work on their college application essays? So um, I think this can vary for for some students. Um, I don't know that there's a perfect answer for this. However, I think that the best time for a student to start to consider topics and how they want to approach the personal essay is probably in their second semester of their junior year. Usually this is a time when students, um, as well as parents, are really starting to take on this notion of what is my life going to look like after high school. The second semester of junior year is probably the best time to start looking into what the questions are, what some of the prompts are, um, and begin to develop ideas around how you want to tackle the essay. Now, I know that a lot of schools uh, work with students in their junior year, English teachers, college counselors, but for students who don't have those resources, should they start this process on their own? I think if a student doesn't have the appropriate resources, they should absolutely start the process on their own. I think that any student has access to at least one individual in their life, whether it's a family member, um, a teacher, an administrator at school, a manager at their internship or work who has gone through college and who has written a college essay. Um, and you need you kind of need a partner in crime to help you through the process. So there is always somebody in your life that you can depend on to provide some support through this process, whether they do it for a living, as I do, or whether it's because they've experienced it in their 
um, in their own lives. So absolutely start it on your own. Find out who that adult is in your life who can help support you through the process because they are out there. Um, And I guarantee you that if you ask somebody to help you through this process, nine times out of ten, you will not be disappointed. That sounds like great advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Wanda Montanez. Thank you, Jason. Well, that was Dr. Wanda Montanez with tips for improving your college application essay. As always, I am Jason Breitkopf, the host of the Endeavor U podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to subscribe to receive each new weekly episode in your favorite podcast app. You can find Endeavor U on iTunes, in SoundCloud, and on our website. Please feel free to leave a comment and or a rating, especially in iTunes. Thank you for listening, and let's all keep learning. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.